At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com bonfire and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash B-O-N-F-I-R-E. Thanks for your help. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Uh, it's The Bonfire, Faction Talk, Series XM 103, Big J Okerson, Dan Soder. Hello. Kicking it with the crew. On Twitter this morning, I wake up and I'm taking a dump, and then you see Offset got shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, like for bullshit. Black Loop, stop. Are you. Black Loop's filling out an application to be a door guy at the cellar. Black Loop, stop it. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, you were telling me what happened. You read well, the from story. From what I understood, from what I saw, I saw a World Star hip hop video. Yeah. Ultimately, bad, and it seems it's, like it was my bad. It was uh, takeoff. I'm an idiot. Takeoff, and what I'm reading in the sidebar, they have like text or something, and it's someone describing, I believe, that like I think someone just shot off bo- like a gun. I and don't that, think I don't think it was like a fight where he got shot. I think it was as like two, one second he was alive, the next second he just didn't even know what was happening and was just gone. Yeah, I think he just got nailed by a stray bullet, but I could be wrong about that. It could have been calculated. I mean, yeah. If it's a if it's a guy just like shooting a gun off and you kill a very famous rapper, twenty eight take damn. off. Yeah, twenty eight years old. Damn, dude. I mean, if you're the Migos, do you you can't like try to do a two thirds thing? It's like kind of yeah, like you t- yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. You think so? Yeah, I think they can. You I don't think, know how. Do you think they they continue on? I mean, like TLC after they lost Left Eye, huge part of the group, the face of the group. No. Are you Dan? sure? No. No, it's the Cardi B's husband and the other the other two guys kind of are the... Quavo and Offset? Ones everyone's kind of always talking about. Wait, no. Listen. I'm so white. This I is the know, whitest, the I didn't know Takeoff's name life. until today. Now I now personally uh, know him more than the other two and feel fucking terrible for what happened, though, if that's real. Uh, yeah, that's Quavo there uh, who showed up to be over Takeoff. Why'd you laugh, Lou? Did I say it weird? Quavo? Quavo. 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 Even I know that, and I'm an idiot. I've gotten everything wrong. I don't, By the way, I know that been, I know songs. People, I've been talking about football. I said like maybe three things about football in the last week, mm-hmm. and I've gotten two-thirds of them wrong, and people are just tweeting at me being like, dude, Christian McCaffrey is like one of many to throw, catch, and run one in. Like, yeah. LaDainian Thompson was the last one to do it, and then before that, I was like, Ron Dane... Did uh, one two Heisman's like now last person that did that was Archie Griffin I was like son of a fucking that, that's bitch he was in my school district Ron Dane yeah dude that was me that's me so even then when I just said that it was when it was takeoff and I was like oh Offset got killed I'm like I fucking miss it dude oh, no. I keep fucking missing it says there was actually says there was a uh, so it was a dispute an altercation broke out. And that's when someone opened fire, shooting table. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he was involved in the dispute or if like shots were fired in a dispute yeah. and hit him. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? I believe that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, like a fight happened and he Man, just can you got, imagine he caught, getting he caught, mad like, at a guy and then being like, like shrapnel, basically. Fuck told, you, dude. Fuck you. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to kill that guy. And you just shoot. And then you're like, hey, hey pa, 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 pa. you killed one of the Migos. You go, excuse me? Damn. I was shooting at him. That fucking. What a bummer. That yeah, sucks too, man. It's just like, wee. But I do believe they can't move on without him. Unless I'm crazy wrong, he's a huge part. But I, I always thought he was like the th- other guy. Do you no. know what I mean? No, TLC could have moved on for sure. And I'm sorry to say this without Chili. <clears throat> T- do you know what I'm saying? I know all three yeah, of them are TLC. Yeah, 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 Black Loop, back yeah, me up on this. Yeah. What's up? 
TLC. She, if if you, I hate doing this, but we could do this with a thousand bands. Order of importance: Who dies? Does the band move on? Okay, and well, I'm saying Chili dies. TLC definitely moves on. So Lennon dying ruins the Beatles. Lennon dying ruins the Beatles. Mick or Keith dying kills the Beatles. I mean the Stones. Mick dying. M- Mick dying for sure. A hundred percent. Keith Mick dying. dying. But it's hard to do with bands as much. You almost have to do with like singing groups, like Boys to Men and shit like that. So Boys to Men, the other, that one guy didn't die and they just moved on. <laughs> the deep voice guy. I, I don't know about the chili thing because she is the prettiest and she has the best voice, right? T Boz can't really sing. Left Eye was the rapper. It's, so without her, it's popularity though is what matters. It doesn't matter about their quality of their voices at that point. If you go, you want she was the prettiest, arguably. You know what I mean? Like, T-Boz got pretty hot and crazy sexy. Okay, cool. then do En Vogue next, Mr. Know-It-All. Okay, bring up En Vogue. I'll tell you exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you the two who can't go. The two who can't go is uh, the Bug Eyes one and the one that was in Juice. Those okay. are the two people from En Vogue who can't die. The other on. ones die. In fact, some of these bands might tour now just being the two people I'm naming that would be the most important. Yeah. Now, I don't get a thing. It's like Skid Row's on tour with some guy. That makes yeah. no sense. It's got to be Sebastian Bach, even though I hate him. He's okay. Your, he is uh, your levels arch, of importance. Arch All right. To me, uh, okay, I, I was wrong. I did think of it wrong. Damn, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. The girl on the right, all the way on the right, all sass, don't know her name. Uh, and then to me, the important, this is personal to me, all the way on the left, the girl that was in Juice. I just thought she was fucking beautiful. And then Bug Eyes and then Squinch Face. <laughs> I got one for you. Yeah. I got, I got a brain I got a brain teaser for you. New edition. Can in sync survive without Justin Timberlake? No. So that shuts it down. Now, can in sync survive with without JC Chasse? Yes. Okay. Exactly the thing. Fatone? Yeah. Yes. Can they survive without Fatone? So you're saying they could. Is, they could. is Timberlake the only one they lose? It has to be Timberlake. Yes, because because he really broke out star. It's almost a hard one in sync. A better one is almost uh, Backstreet Boys. New Kids in the Block or Backstreet Boys because they were all kind of equal parts in all the songs. Yeah, they can definitely move on and probably should without the sixty-year-old in their group. Uh, the tall one, Backstreet yeah. Boys, Kevin. He's out. That guy goes. That band moves on for sure. He might die of natural causes while they're still on tour. But they do need. They need the boring. The boring blonde, uh, Brian Ratface. Yeah. yeah. Rat Wahlberg, <laughs> that guy for sure needs to be there. He needs to but be there. But the reality is, the what person about... you cannot lose at all on that, even though his voice sucks, AJ, and he's balding now and looks weird and dumb. AJ, dude, AJ, get fucking get a space to. Oh, and Nick Carter, you need because his name got famous. notoriety. Yeah, so you can lose in order of importance. Who has to be there? AJ. Carter. Nick Carter, Ratface. Anybody that, else could go and they'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, that's that's an easy one. <laughs> you've got some forty you got some forty year old women punching steering wheels right now. New edition. Like, you fucking don't take him out of there. Now you fucking leave Kevin in there. Problem you with like a new edition. A new edition. Ralph Tresvant's gone. It's not now you're just Bell Biv DeVoe and Bobby Brown hanging out. Which is still pretty sick. It's good, but it's two bands at that point. You Ralph Tresvant's that baby voice was the whole thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. That beautiful. If it isn't love voice, damn, he rules. Yeah, you know what's up. You know you want to put on if it isn't love so bad. Okay. So bad you want to put it on, but uh, that route. That's the guy that couldn't go there. Pointer Sisters. I couldn't tell you. I don't know which one's which. They all sound like aggressive men. <laughs> He was possibly shot by one of his own friends' uh, um, takeoff. Oh, man. As an incident escalated with Quavo. Nailed it. Right at the set. To, I had to think about it, though. I know. Uh, Dude, I, looked, I was, was going to look over you and say it cocky, and then as it was coming out of my mouth, I go, am I doing the right one right now? Don't look at me. Don't uh, you look at me. I am Mr. Mistakes this week. As an incident escalated with Quavo, right at the center of it. Oh, so, damn, that's going to be a hard guilt. Oh, if, if he's was... the one that got into the altercation, oh man, and he's not hurt at all, and his buddy got killed, takeoff was believed to be the most relaxed in the crowd. What he goes, these motherfuckers fighting again. I'm just gonna post up right over here. But that is kind of he. He preaches a lot of peace, and and he's not. He's the quiet guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh, one of uh, Quavo's friends 
was the first one who started shooting and the first bullet hit takeoff, dropping him instantly on the floor. More shots were fired right after that, but witnesses of the scene believe takeoff was killed by the first shot from one of his own crew members. Damn. Dumb. Hey, we got the tape back. Uh, you killed him. And you're like, fuck. But in a fight that the other guy was in. A, yeah, what th- it's getting in the shit over dice? Come on. Yeah, man, that's sad. It's also, again, the problem of not understanding, like, you really can't do They want to say it's like, so-and-so keeps it real. But, like, Method Man really couldn't go get into a rap cipher in the middle of, like, a Staten Island projects right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Because everyone's going to come and say they love him. Yeah. Someone's going to come up and be like, fuck that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'll be the guy who shot in the neighborhood. I'll be the guy who killed Method Man. Exactly. That could just happen. Yeah. Or just start shit and be like, you think you're better than us, mom? We don't need to see your shit around here. You know what I mean? It's like the people you encounter that just want an interaction versus want to praise. Right. Or like, you know, some people will be like, well, if I come at you sideways, at least you're going to acknowledge me. Yeah. As I'm saying, like, and it could, by the way. Most of that day will be kids running up to him and being sure. excited and, and adults coming down to give him respect, but it just takes one asshole who's got a chip on his shoulder to be, make a problem. It's yeah. like you really just can't, can't hang out at a dice game in a bowling alley anymore. <laughs> you can't <laughs> those just Those days go are have, kind of over. Take what off. happened to those dice games in Houston bowling alleys? Migos, which by the way is a weird name for a band. Isn't that what we get at the place? We got Migas. Yeah. Migos is That's the, the male of those. Exactly. It means it has more chorizo than <laughs> Yeah, chorizo. Um I didn't get to uh I mean we Rest so, in peace take off. Rest in peace take off. We should, I'm trying to think of any other three person bands. Oh, we'll get try we'll, we'll, I don't think we're done with Commodores, this. by the way. Yeah, call in. That's a good call topic. Commodores, uh Lionel Richie left. I would have said Lionel Richie left, that was the thing. Bang that another big hit. Yeah. Without him. I bet, yeah, so again, the phone phone number 866-969-1969. Before we get too far down this rabbit hole, because this sure. is something that we can go. Sure. Uh, I didn't get to talk about it yesterday. But oh, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to say, uh, you know, big news in uh, my life. In Danland? In my, yeah. Uh, Katie and I got engaged. Hey. Dropped. Uh, yeah, it's, buddy. It's very, it was very... Uh, I was very nervous. I mean, I wasn't really nervous to ask her. I was just nervous to do it. I didn't want to fuck up because we were we went away to uh, upstate and we were like by a creek. And I was like, man, there's so many elements right now. I could fumble the ring, uh, but she said yes. And it's funny because it was like it occurred. <laughs> That'd be funny if you're building up to tell her she said no. And she shut me down. She goes. She was like, let me think on it. <laughs> she she took the ring and went ew and threw it in the river. <laughs> Uh, no man she was I, I completely surprised her so that was the best part I think some proposals people like kind of set it up and like the girl tells the guy what to do she didn't even know this thing was fucking coming hell yeah so you it, did all the stuff right you asked the family yeah I uh, like back in June before I went to London I was in Boston dropping the dog off mm-hmm. and her parents were in the kitchen and I was like hey uh, I just want to run this by you guys because this is the only time I'm going to be by you like alone um is it cool if I asked Katie to marry me? And they were like, fuck yeah. They were like very supportive. Yeah, you cocksucker. Yeah, you fucking coming to the family. What's Get over so here, you big-headed fucking weirdo. Uh, but it was it was great, man. And then I called her brother before the Wednesday bonfire last week when I was getting dunks. And I was like, hey, I'm going to ask Katie to marry me. And he was like. Not queer. And he goes, nah, dude, fuck you. And I was You're like. Nerd. Yeah, Kevin rules. So it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, man, it was fun. It was very cool to do that. It felt very uh, grown up. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I'm excited. Did you bang hard that night? Banged so hard. No. Yeah. We, we did d- Demolition Man sex. What's that? Where we put on those headsets. Oh yeah, you guys just yeah touched hands <laughs> and experienced each other. Yeah, dude, it was yeah, demolition man sex. Did you guys get to experience uh, one another? Yeah, uh, we're done. Maybe we can use those shells. <laughs> Do you remember the video? Where it's like lips. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <sighs> Dan, did you have Katie that evening? I did. Did you take her? Did you take her? Do we even doing a joke kiss thing where we kiss each other? You know, like just saying goodbye or whatever. But then we do the what? What? <laughs> All right. Love you. When I heard congratulations, the news. thanks. So yeah. fucking awesome. When I mean, we I, already knew. When I heard the news, I wrote an open letter that I would like to read to the both of you now. Oh, absolutely. To him and Katie. Yes. Okay. Can we get? We're gonna get this. Well, I gotta get this play audio. Something uh, heartfelt. This is very sweet, Not Jacob. Not too crazy. Okay. Keep it. Keep it classy. He's like. Uh, 
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> a little lower. Dear Catherine and Daniel, congratulations to one of my favorite couples. <laughs> and my very first celebrity power couple. Wow. <laughs> Tom and Nicole, George and Amal, Ellen and Portia can't hold a candle to the two of you. <laughs> I truly love seeing how the two of you complement each other so well, and with the world as dreary and as divided as it is, seeing the two of you makes me think of the line spoken by the great Willy Wonka who once said, and so shines a good deed in a weary world. <laughs> I feel like this is almost like funeral level. Catherine. As you are well aware, you are marrying a man of great compassion, humor, Nordic good looks and height, but also someone I know to have a great moral compass. From day one, this man treated all of us on the bonfire, strangers though we were in the, in the beginning, as equals. And I have no doubt that he treats you the same, <laughs> but with even more love sprinkled on top. <laughs> so I take great joy in saying to you, well done, young lady, and you go, girl. <laughs> to Daniel, I say this of Catherine. This is no show pony. <laughs> Congratulations on finding a woman with a wit that puts most comics to shame and has a beautiful soul to boot. Since you and Catherine met, I have seen you become happier and more content than I have ever seen you before. At long last, you have found your Miss Elizabeth. I love the good line, dude. Before you met each other, before you met each other, perhaps your lives seemed to be ones befitting the LMU. A world of murder and intrigue, but that is in your past. I'm happy to say to the both of you now, welcome to the HMU, <laughs> where single hunk pastry chefs meet workaholic businesswomen in picturesque winter snow scenes and realize that they were meant to be together forever. And so were the two of you, except you're better than those TV hymns and bims. You're two wonderful people who found each other in this crazy world, and I look forward to the real future you make together. I wish the two of you great love, happiness, and success. Jacob. Thank you very much, Jacob. That's very lovely. You went a cappella at the end like Eminem. May I please have that letter? Thanks, buddy. I love you, dude. I didn't write a letter, but I thought of a fun thing to call you guys would be a Kate You'll Noter. Love it. That's like your Benefer thing? Dude, Kate You'll Noter? Yeah. That sounds fucking badass, dude. Kate You'll Noter. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jacob. Thanks, guys. Congratulations. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I know there was a miscommunication. I was like, yeah, don't go posting it or whatever, but I, you know, I love you guys. Yeah, it was hilarious. We didn't talk about it all yesterday. And yeah. Dan came today and he was like, oh, I was bummed. I thought we would have talked about it. No one brought, brought up the engagement yesterday. And I was like, I thought you said in the text like you didn't want to tell people. He's like, oh, no, I meant just yeah. like right then. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, then we do look like dicks. So is everyone just like, yeah, yeah. I guess man's engaged or whatever. No, man. It, yeah, it was. Um, Damn, you have a fiance. You have to say that now, you dildo. Yeah, I call her I call her future wife. Fiance. My fiance? My fiance. Oy. I've been saying, I go, excuse me, are you, miss, are you a fiance? I can't believe Dan has to wear a wedding ring. It's going to look so funny. I'm gonna ding it against the mic. Dave Smith rocks his, yeah. I told her I was like, I'm gonna get one of those cobalt black ones. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I want one of the ones that look like fucking sea scrolls. I don't know. Get tattoos, bro. Yeah, that's. I told her I go. We Tattoo should get fingers. I told Katie I was gonna get her an engagement ring that hurt her when she took it off, like Machine uh, Gun Kelly, Machine Gun Kelly, and Megan Fox. That love is pain. You see, they went as Pam and Tommy for for Which, Halloween. Fuck off! And he did it's like such, a, that's such an easy costume for you guys. Dress up as something funny. And Be they, they did, he did coke off her tit. Wait, which was definitely it? fake coke. Machine yeah. Gun Kelly and probably Megan real Fox. coke. I'd say it's real coke. No, they wouldn't put that on social media. That'd be fucking insane. Yeah, it's definitely a bit, but like 
people are like all up in arms about like even even if it's in such bad taste. Because who gives a fuck? Shut up. I think it's corny that they win as Pam and Tommy. You guys are already sexy. Yeah, be something unsexy. You are Pam and Tommy. Yeah, you guys are just that now. I guess he played her him. Yeah, he also played. Oh, that's Tommy. So, I didn't even think of that's so fucking corny. Oh yeah, it's that's super, so super corny. That's like it really is. You're just like it. I bet they. What they I, go, I bet they said it being like we're gonna blow your mind. Like they were like, guess what? Me and Megan are dressing up as. What are the Pam odds, Tommy? What are the odds they went to a party where Tommy Lee was there with Josh Ademeyer's ex girlfriend? And then she called him from the bathroom, and Josh went, "Man, this is DefCon Four. This is crazy." Uh, okay, let me walk you through it, Furlo. <laughs> go out there. First thing you're gonna do, suggest karaoke. Say, <laughs> go. Everybody clap. Everybody clap. Come on now. This guy right here sucks. <laughs> yeah. He goes, Machine Gun Kelly played you in a movie. Now it's being you for Halloween. Weird. <laughs> uh, Everybody uh, say he played Tommy Lee. Yeah, it'd be funnier if, like, um, you know, they showed up at the party dressed as like ladybugs, like Rodney yeah, yeah, Dangerfield yeah, yeah. and fucking you know the guy, Jack A. Like if they showed up with something where you're like, I and I told you yesterday, I saw the person dressed up like Ace Ventura, and I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's like shows a little creativity. Yeah, put on fat suits. Yeah, be, be offensive, really offensive. Heidi Klum's <laughs> dumbass dresses up as a worm. And did you Do see that? Worm? No. I mean, Black Luke, you bring worm? that up? Not even. A gross worm. A gross worm. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. what I mean. She like goes, Heidi Klum goes all the way in. I know. Wasn't that the first thing that uh, I think when Pete Davidson was trying to show me like he's not that into like the Hollywood scene? He was like, yeah, I got invited to like uh, Heidi Klum's big Christmas party. And I was like, what? No way. No, I can't, I can't go there. And she was like, I was wondering if you would come and bring your big penis. Bring your big wieners. Yeah. Um, yeesh. Man, what a waste of hot. Heidi Klum's Halloween. Well, you know what? She's probably worried, because she's so big on social media, she's probably worried that she would have possibly put on an offensive costume. Yeah. There's like list. We looked at a list on Skanks just They have like offensive costumes nobody should wear ever again. And it's like, they're so like, some of them are weird. You know the, the one that really spun my head? Hmm. It was like, it said an unhoused person. What? And it just shows like a kid dressed like a thing. I go, dude, people who are like borderline homeless still put the costume of bum. They go, oh, yeah, I put a little coffee grounds on my face. Exactly. Make exactly it what like it is. <laughs> it's a little kid dressed like a homeless person. I go, this is offensive. It's, it's not offensive. Well, what if I told you that this homeless child has bipolar disorder? <laughs> and you're like, so he's actually probably just practicing for what he's going to end up doing. Oh, well, then here, here's a Kit Kat. But you want to dress him up like a soldier? He was a soldier with PTSD. Last Halloween, he was a soldier. And then he got PTSD, and now he lives on the streets. <laughs> it is weird that they're like... Oh, dude, when I left the show yesterday and I went home, this is pretty funny. I think I may say this on Skanks, but there was a... These kids got in the elevator with me dressed for Halloween. Yeah. And, um, and one of them was dressed like... It was like Charlie Chaplin and Michael Jackson. These two, like, like 12-year-old white kids. And they... Uh, they got off the elevator on the third floor, and then I went upstairs, and then I, uh, you know, I got my shit together to go to Skanks, and I did a dab before I yeah. left. And I got back in the elevator. When I was going down the elevator, those same kids got back in the elevator, and I was like, everything in me to go, Jay, don't say to this kid, your parents are hilarious because you don't get the irony of what you're wearing, and then explain to these kids that he's wearing the outfit of a man who probably wanted to fuck the person he is right now. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, funny. and then the elevator's just going down, I'm just like. Don't become the weird guy in the building, dude. Yeah, you, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> I go, someone's going to ask, like, uh, some guy in the elevator just said I'm dressed like a pedophile. <laughs> both of us were pedophiles, because Chaplin was a pedophile. So you could be like, you guys are both pedophiles. <laughs> I'm like, your parents rule, dude. Yeah. And they go, I think a pedophile is talking to us. Goes, no, no, I was saying you guys are dressed up like a pedophile. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to fuck you. The you... guy you're dressed like wanted to fuck you. What, is that Vishnu the, the Destroyer? This is uh, Heidi Klum's controversial... Uh, Hindu goddess costume. This is what she got in trouble for. Why is it controversial? Because it's appropriation of blue of blue mangrove. No, of Hind of Hindu. Yeah. Oh, because she's not Hindu. She can't dress like the Hindu god. Yeah. Oh no. I was gonna go as Jesus this year. Oh Jesus! But he's Jewish. But uh -huh. yeah, actually, isn't it fucked up if people who are aren't Jewish? Uh, pretend to be just like Jesus. I go, actually, that's our guy. Uh, that's kind of appropriating. <laughs> You're a goy. 
So uh, yeah, Jesus Christberg before they changed it at the, at Ellis Island. Uh, that's why I always dress up as Peter or Paul. <laughs> Jesus Christenstein. <laughs> Christowitz. <laughs> are you Jesus? Are you Joshua Jesus Christowitz? Yeah, the H is for Heim. <laughs> Jesus Heim Christenberg. Oi, and you know what he said when the nail went in? Oi vey. <laughs> Dad, I'm telling no, you. No, my money counting hand. <laughs> Dad, forgive them for they're all mashugana. Uh, what are some of these calls? I can't read it. My laser eyes are Okay, fading. we got him. Jim, ZZ Top. Uh, first one who could have died uh, was Frank Beard, the drummer. Who, who did die? Uh, no. Dusty oh, yeah. uh, died. So actually the-, the Wrong uh, that, again? The, that was a rough one. But the order, uh, Jim, you're there? I'm here. Yep. The order to be correct is, uh, of course, Billy Gibbons dies. That's the end of it altogether. Done. Dusty was the second most important. Frank Beard being uh, the one they could they could tour without Frank Beard. Oh, they carried on yeah, right without I mean, without Dusty. Like, uh, Weird though. One of the guys with the beard. Say again. You got to at least have one of the guys with the beard. You know. I think you really. I think in order of importance, it doesn't mean they're going to die in that order. Uh, one of the beard guys happened to die first, and they had they did move on without him. But listen, so did TLC with that left eye, which I thought was a weird move. What if they're what if you're Billy Gibbons and you're like on tour of ZZ Top, and one day you come out shaved and you go, hey, it, was, it was itchy, it was hot, and they're it just like, we needed it, yeah. we needed it. He goes, I if know. you want to do a residency in Vegas in this Vegas heat, I cannot have this fucking face cunt. <laughs> um, so would you agree, Jim? That Billy Gibbons most important, Dusty second, Frank Beard third. They lost the second most to, important guy. Yeah. yeah, they lost the second most yeah, important guy. Uh, Sublime. Uh, thank you, Jim, for the call. Uh, Eric says, I don't know the band of Sublime enough to know. The yeah, Beastie well, Boys. Well, Sublime, Sublime it, it did happen. Bradley Noel died. And he, then he, and then the band kept trying to go on as like Dub City All-Stars. I think they called themselves Sublime. With Rome. Uh, Sublime with Rome. Yeah, that's what it is. And so they've like they've tried to go, but it really didn't work. You lose Bradley and you're fucking Denzo. It's done. But listen, I mean, Journey is is such a lightning in a bottle. They did it, man. They moved on. They did it twice, didn't they? Um, didn't Journey like move on and then go get that kid from the Philippines? No, later? the Philippines was the kid that like invigorated their thing to go. Oh yes, they did have other singers before for sure, but yeah. like it just wasn't working out. It didn't go Steve Perry kid from the Philippines. No, no, no. <laughs> but when they got kid from the Philippines, that was the jam. <laughs> That's right. You know, I, I that is like uh, Steve Perry was the original singer. Well, yeah, Steve Perry was the second wife. Yep. Was so he? So that's why the Filipino teenager, the Filipino teenager was like fifth on the list. He was like fifth wife. You but know, he's, yeah, like, but he's the biggest. I went to Cambodia and I met Cheryl and that's why we're married. But he's the biggest they've been. But they, Like since Steve Perry, oh, he's yeah. gotten the biggest they've been. Jay, these are proving your your whole theory wrong. Like all these replacements are actually doing well. No, no, but they but, found a replacement that did very, very well. By the way, TLC could still sell tickets and stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the order of importance. Yeah. And there's can be somebody in a group that ends it sometimes. I thought Steve Perry would have been that guy for Journey. It did mm. not work out that way. But in order for them to become popular touring again, even though they don't make new music, make it bigger. Jacob, even though they don't make new music, they've gotten popular again because he's singing them with the same exact voice. Yeah. He's uh, doing a perfect yeah. cover. Perfect. So it's you're going to see Journey and just close your eyes and... and Believe you're seeing. Steve That's what Allison Chains did with Lane Staley. Absolutely, same move. The guy has his voice. Yeah, it just sounds like it's Lane Staley. It's pretty insane. Um, Try um, to see what other calls. Oh, I Falcone calls. Falcone says TLC is still touring. Yeah, I, no, no. I, I, put on Stephanie. You have Steph. Hey, Falcone. Hey, TLC is still touring. Daniel. Thank you, Katie's lifelong friend. Oh, and by the way, uh, the reason you guys know my husband as plus one is because I also felt douchey saying the term fiance. Oh, nice. Oh, well, I'll... Oh, don't make Dan feel like a douche because he's somebody's fiance now. Fiance. No, fiance I'm Dan? he feels uncomfortable saying it. So did I. That's why I... Well, I also come husband. from the world of billions, so we say finance. Yeah. This is my fian financier. Yeah, he said, Dan yeah. says marriage like Fawn said sorry. <laughs> You want to get You want to get 
TLC still touring. TLC is still touring for sure. Without no, I know without left. I'm just again, all these bands still tour in some capacity, uh, for the most part. So two things. So first of all, Kevin from the Backstreet Boys, the one that you said right off the rip, could have left, did leave for six years, and they went on time without No him. one even noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't even know that. This is the first we've heard of it. Yeah, he was gone from like 2006 to 2012, and then he came back. That's so funny when he goes, guys, I'm back, and they're like, we didn't even know. What's funny, <laughs> New Kids in the Block, there's one guy who, if Danny Wood gone, no one thinks about it for two seconds. <laughs> Poor Danny Wood. Who is the little one, Joey? Joey McIntyre, big part of that group. In fact, he helps out Donnie Wahlberg when he starts falling apart. Unfortunately for the rest of that group, <laughs> Wahlberg name has made him probably the biggest celebrity in the group. Yeah, Wahlberg. So actually, in a weird way, Donnie Wahlberg's talentless voice is maybe the first guy who couldn't be gone on New Kids in the Block. <laughs> then the Knight Brothers. Yeah. No, then Jordan Knight, then little Joey McIntyre. Yeah. And then the other two, Jonathan and Danny Wood. Bye. Fucking toast, dude. Don't let the door hit you. Easy choice <laughs> if you can only save three. Arigato. And you said LFO has one member left, which I actually thought they had no member. I thought yeah. all of them died. Do you know about that? That's a dark so the two, The two that sang, had all the solos died. Uh, like So it's just the one guy. He oh. tours as LFO. He tours with O-Town, who is minus their main heartthrob hunk guy, Ashley. So is he dead? LFO is uh, no, he just left to do his own thing. He wanted to go hot out in the wild. Oh, they all have to go to mega amounts of a therapy to erase the memories of Lou Pearlman fisting their assholes. Yeah. <laughs> there's a therapist in Orlando that has a six story house because of all the stories he's heard about. Lou, Lou, like there's an Allen, you know, for comics, <laughs> but for boy band for guys. Boy bands. And he goes, "Dirty fuck you." Well, of course. But you open the door. That yeah, that therapist opens his door and sees a guy with uh with beautiful curly hair and two yeah. earrings in his thing, and he goes, "Lou Pearlman got you." He goes, <laughs> "Yeah, in a pool shaped like a music <laughs> note." That's great. Stern speaking of Howard Stern has that uh guy, Kevin Cronin. I want to say his name was. Is that his name, Stephanie? Rich. Rich Cronin. Yeah, Rich, Rich Cronin. Cronin. And he would go on Howard Stern, and he gave he tells the whole story. But he's such a just a dude from Boston, which is so funny. Oh, you know what's funny? Really that just yeah. hit me. You're from Massachusetts, Stephanie, yeah. so that's why you're in all these yeah. bands. Um, they're hometown heroes. But yeah, he would tell and these the, stories. Well, first he's like, all, Elephant's the only one I've brought up that is from here. You're the one that brought up new kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I love Boston boy bands. <laughs> sorry. I find a closet. I find a closet with all the like Tiger Beat pictures cut out, and you're all about Massachusetts boy bands specifically. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. That's my vintage, dude. Whatever. I'm sorry. Oh, I like you that. Bring up new edition too. You're all about it. Yeah. You do. Boston boy bands are my jam. If you're if you're a group of boys dancing and singing from Boston, Jay's. Jason, Jason, you got Jay. I'm trying to think of boy bands. Who do I say is the best? There has to be someone's the best. It New Edition's got a few that I love, but most of the I, I don't really love like Cool It Now and like the this like the their Candy Girl. Like, bu- yeah, they're bubbly like kid songs. If it isn't love is around the first time I was like, Yeah, these guys rock. But that's not my favorite of them. It might be hmm, now walk carefully. Yeah, this is a this is a sticky Because one. I was young when new kids were around. So New Kids on the Block, you're like, they were the biggest boy band when I was young. But then Backstreet Boys. Hanging tough rules. Uh you got the right stuff. Right stuff. Step by step. Ooh baby. Yeah. Joey McIntyre's solo, please don't please go. Please don't girl. go, girl. Dude, it might be the boy. It might NKOTB be, might be the one. Might be New Kids on the Block. But the reality is actually no. It's probably in sync. But here's the thing about in sync: it's all Justin, dude. Well, it's the Cavs with LeBron. It really is all him. But you know the songs and, with them. Also, when they have, you know, they would also have a rap appearance that, that a lot of these other bands didn't get to have. This is uh, something when we were talking. I was talking about this with Katie. We were talking about boy bands, or whatever, and she was like, "Growing up, I lacked confidence, so I always liked the second guy because I felt like I could oh get yeah, the him. most attainable." <laughs> so she would be like, "Oh, dude, me too." Like, she like JC Shaw. Yeah, like, she was like, "Fuck Justin, I like JC Chasse. <laughs> buddy, I just, <laughs> buddy, I would talk myself into having a crush on Mindy Cohn, Natalie from Facts. 
to life because I was like, well, if those girls, I could probably get yeah. her. And I get that. And I'll, then I could hang out and like, you know, maybe I'll catch fucking uh, Blair in the shower. See, I wasn't about Blair. I was, uh, who was the, the, the brunette? Joe? Joe. Joe. I was like, dude, I'll probably take Joe. She could call me a pussy. I'll punch her in the arm. Yeah, no one thought Blair. I mean, you wanted to get in there to see Blair, be like, I may have to fucking, yeah. I may have to suck on Natalie's fat, gross tit. Yeah. There's a good chance that if your friend thought they could get JT, they're probably, their best days are behind them now. I would have rather fucked Cloris Leachman when she was on that show than Natalie. Uh, Do you remember Natalie from Facts of Life? Fun yeah. fact was uh, Blowfish, the janitor's... Uh, played his wife on 21 Jump Street. Yeah, she played his, his... annoying Jewish wife. Yep. Shout out, Sixth and Jump. It'll be Bex. It'll be Bex. <clears throat> It'll be Bex. Um, yeah, but L- the LFO guy, when it was that Boston voice, he's just telling... The- it's so funny. He's like, yeah, and the guy's coming over. He's like, yeah, I just want to watch you, like, you know, like, just want to look at your cock a little bit. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, this is weird. And I'd just be like, nah. What the fuck? I'd be like, nah. And then he gave me a car... And then I drove the car, and a year later they were like, "You owe all this money for the car," because I wouldn't let them look at my wien or whatever. Yeah, fucking. Which, by the way, you're that age; they're gonna give you a new car. Let them look at your wiener. Oh, buddy, he was saying the whole. I would have let him look at my wiener for a car, <laughs> but uh, no one was asking to look at my wiener for a car. <laughs> no one was asking to look at my wiener at all, for that matter. Dude, I remember like thinking about that. You know, like when when you're like when you're like a younger guy, and you think like if a guy did that, I'd be like, "Fuck that." Like, oh, yeah. put in a position like that. Like, mm-hmm. show me your penis and I'll give you a car. And you're like, I'd be like this. Fuck you, you fucking weirdo. And you think about it. It's just to show it? But dude, my, my boss fucked with me at Pudge Brothers Pizza in Aurora when I was delivering. We were, I was smoking a joint the first night of training when I like rode around with my friend and saw how to deliver pizzas. I think I've told you this. We were smoking and this guy, Josh, redhead, he was like super into metal. And he goes, he was my boss. And he goes, Dan. How do you feel about the? How do you feel about white supremacy? And, and I went, what? And he went, how do you feel? And I went, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up, right? And he goes, God's plan. Goes, what if you just gave like a crazy answer? He goes, I'm completely fucking with you. I just wanted to see how you would react. And I go, I think that's something a man says when he's actually into white supremacy. And he's yeah. like, no. But I just remember locking up and being like, I don't what? I, no, I, I, you know what it was? He goes, how do you feel about the Aryan Brotherhood? And I went, I don't. What? I don't know. And he was like, I'm fucking with you. But it's one goes, of those things oh, they're the uh, people who were usher in the final solution. Goes, I don't know. I'm, I'm a soldier. I'm an Anglo-Saxon <laughs> warrior. Let uh, me join your yeah. tribe and fight for you. Is Rich Cronin the one who's still alive, Stephanie? No, Rich is the one that died. Uh, the one that's still alive, is, I think his name is Brad. Brad, some weird last name I can't pronounce, but I think his name's Brad. And he... Put, has two extra microphone stands with sneakers hanging off of them oh. in remembrance of his brothers. Oh, man. Oh, please bring that video up, Black Lou, if you can find it. Oh, man, that's a bummer. Is it true that Rich Cronin died because Chinese food made him sick? <laughs> Could be. He goes, uh, your friend has colitis. <laughs> has diverticulitis. And we believe it's caused from Chinese food. A lot of bones in that fish. It's tiny holes in the intestines. <laughs> and he's suffering. Brock Lesnar survived it, but your friend will not. Chinese food made him sick. <laughs> He had a peanut allergy. A lot of peanut sauces. <laughs> a lot of peanut-based sauces. It turns out he just had a peanut allergy. They yeah. kept getting a bunch of peanut sauces. He huh. loved that peanut sauce. This was an early food allergy song, and we didn't even know it. The summer. Chinese food makes me go, I don't know. I want to go meet girls, guys, but I am just blasting watery shit out of my ass. I'm driving a Jetta because a guy looked at my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I got, a, I got a new CRV. <laughs> Ooh, driving a Grand Pontiac Grand Prix. Jesus, this old man made me watch him masturbate. I watched a guy who looks like a professional poker player jack off. <laughs> oh, he's saying about Paul Revere. Damn, dude, he really does. Dude, O Town. Is it just him by himself? I mean, he's he, can he carry the load? Was O Town that was that a making the band? Yeah, it was right. Oh, he's got backup people. Do you think P. Diddy fingered these guys? Oh, this wasn't P. Diddy's thing, was it? No, uh, P. Diddy was the the band. The band. But this was when MTV was like, we're making a boy band. Damn, dude. When you, Send you're... your prettiest boys over. It's so weird it... to be in a world where you think that's that. It goes, hey, guys, sorry, I got to leave high school. I got to go dance and air hump. <laughs> what is that? 
I'm going to go dance air hump and sing really uh, high-pitchy songs. But you know what it is? is you That is like them getting called up to the majors where they go, oh, you thought I was cute for Mrs. Smith's social studies class? I'm hot enough that Arista Records is willing to put $200,000 and let me get brutally molested in Orlando, <laughs> Florida. You know, Joey McIntyre, when he sings that Please Don't Go Girl song, his voice, it's like a little girl. Yeah, bring your new kid on the block. We do got to take a break. Please Don't Go Girl. Dude, you know what they're doing? They're harvesting adrenochrome. Oh, totally. When when hot little boys sing like girls, their adrenaline levels that's go up. adrenaline go up, and that's the time when you cut their heads off and, and that's suck, when those, their, suck their neck blood. This is a preview of Thursday's show, and then the globalists, the cabal of globalists, drink their adrenochrome. We've said it twice because we watched a documentary. By the way, for Thursday's show, you should watch, on Peacock, there is a documentary series called Shadowland that we watched and made fun of. Yes, Big J. Look at I can't see two, it. Look at two, number two. This is so great. I can't see it. Right? I want you to see it and then see if we should take it. You see what it says? Yes. Hold on. Okay, yes. let's take we that. Take that. Uh, we have Chris. Chris online too. Chris, Yo. what's going on, buddy? Chris, You're on what's the show. Up? Well, listen, you know, I hate it when people don't use, you say you hate when people don't use uh, the terms for Starbucks. Sure. Grande doesn't mean large. Oh, it does? Yeah, what? Grande, that's how fucked up it is. Grande doesn't mean large. Man, that. means large, but that's, that's Italian. Oh, my God. We got to talk to him real quick. We're we're doing a, uh, we're doing a real quick, like, year kind of in review. I know it's like almost the end of the year. What do you think is your favorite moment of the show so far of 2022? Well, you know, your podcasts are pretty out of this world, man. You guys are just <laughs> filthy funny. <laughs> Thanks. Who, like, who's, your, I gotta say. who's your favorite on the crew? Well, uh, you know, Camino and Rich, you guys both sound similar. I mean, you guys are almost like brothers. Are you guys related? Uh, yeah, we actually were uh, second cousins, which a lot of people don't know. Our parents are cousins. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's you, that's all. It's in the DNA, man. Oh man, so, I'm uh, telling you, brother, it is. It's wild that we ended up here. Do you know the phrase that pays? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, no. man, that's two tickets coming to you for Iron Maiden Barclays Center. <laughs> we got it. That uh, was wacky. So I still that guy don't know if he knew who. It no, was. he called the wrong show, and uh, Black Lou. I heard him on the phone go, "Yeah, I don't what." I don't think you're calling the right show. And then he's like, no, I am. What did he say, Buckley? Like, he wanted to say like, that a grande isn't, he yeah. goes, grande isn't a large at Starbucks. How crazy right, whatever, is that? Whatever, dork. He's like, Covino's got it wrong. I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, man, you should have told us it was Rich and Covino. <laughs> oh, you should have told us that he thought it was Covino and Rich. I would have played that. I was very confused. I, I, thought, was, I know he thought he called the wrong show, but then I started thinking maybe he did call the right when show. When he said he loved the podcast, I was like, oh, closer, yeah. warmer. We do put this out as a podcast. <laughs> Who's your favorite on the crew? And he went, oh, man, Cavino's. And you're like, got him, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Uh, oh, we're bringing up, bands. you have new kids on the block. Do you have that Joey solo? Oh, man, it's so. Back, what, when, what back when boys could sing like What girls. a twinkler. This is probably the first time I, I said the F word in my life uh, when <laughs> uh, the girl I liked was super. The girl... Uh, my friend Jamie. I mean, my God, dude. My God, dude. My friend Jamie. Can you bring up the video? Because this is almost like Don Cachet. It's almost like Don Cachet where you can't believe a boy is singing this. I need you. Get inside me. Damn. They might be the, they might be the greatest boy band of all time. Look at all of their haircuts. DJ Lou is mouthing everywhere. <laughs> I mean, even the actual, like, he knows the way it goes. Damn, look at that Vidal Sassoon hair. Yeah. By the way, stop hitting on 18-year-olds, you boy. Look yeah. at him. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's just nature, dude. Girls fall in love. They have to like pretty boys at first because... You know, facial hair and all that stuff's gonna scare the shit out of them at that age. That's like, it's too intimidating. So they need a little girl boy to like. Yeah. And then unfortunately, several of those girl boys, gay. 
Then you end up marrying a gay, and then you get angry when he starts cheating on you with dudes. And you don't realize you've been conditioned the whole time yeah. by boy bands. And you get a fucking dookie infection in your twat because he's out there fucking butts <laughs> behind your back. Because he's a bathhouse that's taking it from <laughs> God knows who. Then you get doo-doo infections in your twat. <laughs> then you get septi- septicism or whatever. I can't even you know, know what we're septic. Septic, you have, this is. guy's This guy's coming turds into your chooch. Fred. You're my love. My loving thing. Yeah, this song blows. I liked Hanging Tough, though, a lot. I like when Donnie Wahlberg tries to get angry. Yeah, dude. Hanging Tough? Yeah. For, uh, Don't Mark- worry about nothing because it won't make a thing. Uh, Mark Wahlberg goes, you were really scary in there. Well, this is when he starts. Hey, coming- Donnie. I'm not going to lie. That got me pretty scared. Well, Hanging Tough, I think, is the album where they're like, yo, we all have to get like a thing. Yeah. Like, we're all a thing. There's just four guys before, and they're all going to do it. And Donnie well, Wahlberg is tough guy. Yeah, remember, uh, and together with Kevin Farley, there was a show on MTV about a fake boy oh, band, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they played up all, like, the... Oh, yeah, but the, each guy's got to be a thing. Yeah. Dude, what's our thing in here? What's our fucking boy band thing? Lou's obviously I'm, the bad boy. I think I'm the bad boy here. Probably. Oh, maybe Lou. No, you're right. DJ Lou. DJ Lou's the bad boy, dude. (laughs) Jacob's Joey McIntyre. Little Joey McIntyre, for sure, dude. Jacob's little Joey McIntyre. I would say, uh, I would say, am I Donnie? No, you're Donnie. Are you Donnie? Who's Donnie? I'm probably a Donnie. I'm like, I feel like I'm Jordan. You're Jordan, and I'm Donnie, dude, for sure. <laughs> and you're Dan. I'm sorry, Black Lou. You're Danny Wood or his gay brother, Jonathan Knight. We're going to make you Danny Wood. He's in great shape. <laughs> uh, All right, we'll all do our parts now. Don't worry about me. I, 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 I just want to see him get mad. Everybody's always talking about who's on top. Uh. Gonna get dropped. Don't cross our backs. Can you imagine getting sung to by this group of five guys till you're gonna get stomped? (laughs) And then them doing it? Hanging tough. Do you ever think there's like. We're rough. Do you ever think there's like actual tough guys? Listen. Oh, wait. The next one goes, he goes, We're rough. (laughs) <laughs> Do you think there was actually like a badass dude in the 80s that was just listening to this? He goes, yo, I just like them. Don't fucking give me gruff. Hey, rough. <laughs> dude, boy band tough is a certain level. I want to call a man boy band tough. You're boy band tough right now. Dude, when they get You're being that, real boy band tough. They do try tough. to get that. Like, like Timberlake would do things where he would like box on, like, just, like throw punches on stage. <laughs> no, and shit. Yes, for sure. <laughs> no, for sure. If you're in a boy band, you can't be tough. No, dude. They're going to tell you. Every boy band's got a song. Girl, e- take my heart. I'll fucking fight you, dude. Every boy band's got a song about them being I'll badasses fucking, for sure. I'll fight you. When we're out in the street. Back streets, back all right. That's not tough, though. That's just them being cool. Mm-hmm. Man, I forgot how bad this sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my when this came out, you were a the teenager. cement was set. Well, you're not letting I your, hated this. You're not letting yourself get put into a trance with a funky song. <laughs> yeah, you got to get funked in. Yeah. And then... Jacob, don't worry about nothing because it won't make a thing. <laughs> Just get on the floor. I do the new kid swing. That's why I love you so much, Cavino. Yeah, that's why I love you too. Yeah. This was their like... Every we're... part of this is shitty. This was on... Uh, first off, shout out Nick Carter rocking the sick Warren Sapp Bucks jersey. And this was massive. This is when T, like uh, TRL was at its height. This is I remember. This is when I, the summer I started really J and O, dude. Really, I could, I could beat to most things on MTV that summer. Not this. This would come on after I came, and I'd be like, "This is gay." Oh, this is when they're all monsters. I'd just be like, what is this? But then I was like, "It's good makeup." So uh, he is. Uh, uh. Damn. Poor AJ. Nobody told him about the fucking. No, I'm talking about space hair, dude. Dude, he could have had a space wig by now. Just chop the back of your head off and put it on your top, dog. He just went with it. He just went for it. He's like, yep, I'm he's balding a, young, everyone. He's a bald king, dude. I respect the, the one that... So looks- now, if we're doing Backstreet Boys, who are we? I think Lou might be AJ McLean. Yeah. Sounds like that rat face. I no, don't you don't want to be rat face. Dan might be rat face. I might be. I was <laughs> just going to say, I think I'm, bro- I'm, I think I'm rat face. Dan might be rat face fucking Wahlberg. Oh. Who am I? It's gonna hurt. You're Nick Carter, the gay. 
No, no, he's not gay. Nick Carter's got the. He's got you know. He's yeah. got. He likes the uh, fashion. He takes a lot of chances. You're definitely Nick Carter. Rock your body. That's you, Dan. Rat face. Rat face. All right. Yeah, it's not tough. They're just no, like, it's right away. They go, fuck your face. 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 That's you, uh, That's getting you, your, AJ McLean. And- get, uh, getting your girl taken by a guy in a boy band, which there are thousands of men out there who have felt that wrath. And just, and just losing her. And you know, not even losing her because he's in love with her now. Losing her because she did everything. She sucked 15 dicks to get backstage and sucked his dick. And you're just and like. you can't look at her anymore. And that song's everywhere. You walk in a CVS and it's playing and you just punch a cereal box. I would love to know if someone ever had their girlfriend cheat on them with a with a boy band. <laughs> if that has ever happened, please, 866-969-1869. Hey, Melissa. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Bobby was. If you think about it, Bobby was in the boy band of comedy. Yeah, dude. Tourgasm? Tight jackets, <laughs> tight leather jackets. Dane Cook, Gary Goldman, Bobby Kelly, Jay Davis, all stylish home. hats, all a very thought out hat, ripped jeans like a some bitch all day long, all day long. Very stylish, hot guys. Fuck your mouth, we're back again. <laughs> hey, dude, where you from? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude. <laughs> Yo, dude, where did you grow up? This is what I mean. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, you know what, dude? You know what, dude? Hey there, Danny, you know what they Yeah. That's you, Jay. You're the mummy. I'm Wolfman. Am I sexual? Jacob, you're Howie, the little... little uh... <laughs> now, who's color me bad importance? That's a goodie, too. Oh, man. I don't know I that, tell you, that dare I say, enough. the black guy in Color Me Bad is the least important one. They never gave him an anything solo. Color Me Bad's right before my time. There's no such thing. Yeah, they, buddy, they leap generations. Is that the one with the, the Kenny G looking guy? Yes. Kenny G is Oh, I the, do uh, remember but, Color Me Bad. You, we got to take a break. We got four thing. minutes to get these. Here's the thing, in. Lou. Color Me Bad, the Kenny G guy, major part of the production, though. Oh, All right, well, let's right. get back with it. We, we can keep this going. This is our radio show. We can do whatever we want. I can do whatever I want. Sovereign nation. Sovereign nation. Dude. <laughs> I'm a sovereign. I'm a sovereign citizen. I don't acknowledge. Uh, I don't acknowledge your FCC rules and yeah. advertising schedule. Bring it up, Big Jim. I don't. I don't acknowledge time. <laughs> Bring it up because I don't even know what the fuck you're talking. I'm about. a time cop. I call time cop. Not my not my satellite radio. Uh, let's take a break. Okay. We'll be right back. Spawnfire. And that's coming from Ratface. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.